Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, May 29th, 2018, and this is the ride. Hello my comrades, this is I, Rusty James. Yet another day on the commute, making it, not breaking it. So, what is up with you guys? It's been a while since we've talked. I thought I should check in, let you know that I'm still around. A lot of things been going on this spring. I've recently been listening to a few of my podcasts from April, and I'm realizing how happy I must be on the inside. I might not even realize it consciously, but I'm really happy on the inside. You know why? Because there's not snow around. Spring has finally happened. In fact, at this part of the state of Michigan, summer pretty much has kicked into full gear. We just went through Memorial Day weekend where we remember those who have fallen and who have supported us in the military and supported our freedom. And this weekend was beautiful, beautifully hot, but beautiful nonetheless. And I can't remember a Memorial Day weekend that was this summer-like. But hey, I am not complaining. So yeah, things have been uh, happening around our household. And as one school year finishes, we prepare for the next. So Seth and I took a trip to a college campus in Detroit, Michigan called CCS. If you've never heard of it, it is a design school and it is a really good one. And it was quite thrilling for Seth to go and see the work of these upperclassmen and and the type of uh, internships that they had been getting in industry. And it's just really encouraging for him and kind of excites me to know that he's excited and it's causing him to step up his game when it comes to design and his self-study work. Nothing like seeing what's possible to spur you on. Am I right? What is possible with God? When you're aligned with the Lord God Almighty, what is possible? Man, it's like there is nothing impossible. I like that to sink in for a minute. How come we tend to, maybe it's just me, why is it that I tend to look at my future and and the capacities and the capabilities that I think I have in my life? Why is it that I look into the future and only see what I think I can do? We ought to be God-minded and be facing things the way God would. And how does God face things? With his power intact. You've got the power of God in your life. At least you should. What would keep the power of God in your life? Well, when you're not giving your whole self to the Lord. How many of us are giving our whole self to the Lord? Not one, I'll tell you. I think it's fairly easy to say that statement. Because there's always something, I think, that we're holding back. It doesn't matter who we are. Billy Graham still had things to work on before he went to meet his maker. Not one of us is perfect. But Jesus was. 
And the more we grab a hold of Jesus Christ in our life and and operate the way he did, the more we give up ourselves to become more like him, the more power we'll be operating in. That's just the way it works. I didn't make the rules. The rule maker did. Speaking of rules, I've got an issue here. I've got low fuel and I not sure where my next gas station's going to be. Which is excellent segue. Oh my. My future road ahead this morning involves a gas station, but I have no idea where it is. And right now I'm kind of not remembering very well how far I've got to go. So in a sense, it's like my future is unclear, unpowered. I've got a power that I need to fill in my ride, and I don't know where the power is coming from. I don't know when it's coming from. If I sit and think for a minute, I'm thinking, hmm, I have got to run on faith fumes, I'm thinking. Because right now I've got two little rectangles on my gas gauge. This kind of, I mean, in the past I know that if I've got that, I could probably make it another 30 miles. If that's the case, I'm all, all right. So my, my past history tells me a few things about my situation. But I still don't know exactly where that gas station is. So looking at our lives, when I think about my future and the future of my kids, I don't, I don't fully have a good grasp. I can't see it the way God can see it. Or can I? Maybe we got to think about this a minute. How does God see the future? Well, he doesn't... There is no such thing as a future. He's above time. He sees the future. He sees the past. He sees it all as though it were happening right now. So if I operate in the way that God operates, I will see things like he does. But since I'm bound inside of time... I have to operate using this thing called faith. I have to believe that God has got me covered. That God has got fuel for me up ahead. That God is going to have my kids go to the college that they should. Not the one that I pick. And not the one that they pick. But the one that's right for them. And maybe they're not to go to college. Maybe there's a different plan that God knows about but we don't. That kind of takes a little bit of stress off. But then, if you're stressed out when you don't know about something, then you're going to have high stress in life. And let me tell you, there are no sure things in life. So you, if you're that kind of person, you're likely going to be just plain stressed. So here's a little secret. Prepare your mind, prepare your heart, prepare your soul, emotions, everything, for not knowing everything. You can't. You can't know it all. You might want to be a know-it-all, but you can't. Prepare yourself to be in that mode. And then trust that God knows it all. And then lean in to Him. That will remove some stress out of your life. Living the stress-free life. You know, I've seen books... Well, I've probably seen books that say that. Not going to happen. Not, there's no such thing as a stress-free life. I was talking to a friend this weekend 
I told him, you know, when I was in my last job, I had a certain level of stress. Let's say 35%. Just stress. Kind of like baseline stress in my in that particular job. And because I could get called at any time for problems in, in the factory, whatever. And uh, just kind of this baseline stress level. And of course it would change. You know, you'd have a flat tire one day and it jumps to 40 or 45. And then, you know, this happens and that happens and it, it goes up to 50, 70, whatever it is. And, you know, a sickness in the family, you might be up near 90. But then maybe something else happens and things relax for a bit and a big project gets completed and there's a lot less emails and calls and all of a sudden your your stress levels down to 20 and you're like taking a breather for a little bit and that's like cool man well I was recounting to my friend that when I was unemployed at the start of it I was really high stress you know 95% because you don't know what you're going to do you don't know what's going to go on and I was longing for you know, I would look at somebody who's retired, not not working anymore, and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, they got it made. Their stress level is zero. They're the ones that, you know, they've reached the pinnacle of stress-free life, right? And finally, in my situation, my stress level went from 95, and it would go down as I trusted in the Lord a little bit more, and as I realized that God had taken care of us. You'll have to go back and listen to some of these podcasts to see, you know, how how I was able to cope but I realized that at some point I got to the realization that my stress level was lower than it had been even unemployed I was riding around I don't know maybe 5% 10% cuz I wasn't getting those calls from a work that I didn't work at anymore and I didn't have all of the office politics and you know all of that craziness to, you know, fill my mind with worry and all this. But yet, I had a level of anxiety, let's say 10%, because I still didn't know my future. I didn't know if I was going to get another job, right? And so there's this uncertainty. Well, uncertainty breeds some level of stress. And can I guarantee you, there's uncertainties in life. But right this second, I do have a certainty. I am now parked right next to a gas pump. So I'm certainly going to fuel up. I'll be right back. Okay, so I'm back and we're talking about stress and how I don't care who you are and what point in life you are, you're going to have certain stressors. It's just part of the deal. I used to want to have no stress. And I have this romantic notion of living my life with no stress. And how can I attain this this no stress mode? I, I wanted to get to that point. And I'm thinking, okay, well, shoot, like, who can I, who can I try to emulate? Like these, these millionaires, you know, they don't have to worry about money anymore, right? Well, if you were to really look at people in that state it's not that they're not worrying about money they might be more focused on the money and making sure it you know doesn't leave them 
So they might, in some sense, be really stressed out about their financial situation even more than you are. Now, true, some aren't. But there are other stressors in their life that are not financial. Like I said before, it's the uncertainty things of life that cause there to be some worry, some consternation. And you just can't control it all. I don't care who you are. You can't control it all. I mean, you can look at someone like Lady Gaga, for example. She's got an entourage. She's got the money. She's got, you know, she's got the gigs forever. Well, actually not forever. At some point, she won't have the fame. And even if she does until her very last day, at that point, there could be a little bit of stress entering the situation. Because if she was in tune with the truth and knew that she was about to meet her maker, she might have a little elevation of stress at that point. Because it isn't about being stress-free in this life. It's about having eternal life. And our decisions today and tomorrow and the next day all play in to whether or not we believe that there is an eternal heaven and hell or not. And I look at people, I mentioned this before, but I would, I would also look at people who were retired and think, oh, they got it made. They've, they've saved their money. They're all set until their final days. Maybe they, they know the Lord, so there's, that, there's no stress when it comes to the eternal. And they've got it made. They've got no issues. Well, you know what? We all got issues, man. I mean, their stress level, sure, it might be 5%. But when, when the daughter loses her job, you know, and she's got kids and they're affected, don't you think that affects grandma and grandpa? When the grandchild has a drug abuse problem or can't get into the college that he really, really, really hoped and dreamed to get into, it affects things. It's the unknown. Better grab a hold of something who understands how to weave through the unknown things of life and have a partnership with God. That's not to say that you're equal with God. Let's make sure we're clear on that. But even God sent his son, who could be our brother, right? In the sense that Jesus went through life as a human, and we do too. And Jesus could have dealt with stressors. In fact, he certainly did deal with stressors. He was not immune to stress in life. All you have to do is look at the Gospels, see what he went through. It's not avoiding stress that's the key. It's how you deal with the stress that's going to always be present. That is the key. I had a song in my dream last night. I can't get it out of my head. And I think maybe that's something God wanted me to touch on because he gave me a dream in my sleep last night. I haven't had that in a long time. And songs are powerful. Songs don't make sense. Because if life has got uncertainty and stress and these unknowns, yet we sing about known things, about constant things, about truthful things, it seems to go against what the reality is. Well, you know what? It does. And I'm talking about you know, songs that worship our Creator. 
They remind my soul that there is a constant. That there is something I can grab a hold of. And let the waves hit, I will be okay. A song doesn't make sense. When you're sad, you sing a song and you become happy. Sometimes when you're happy, you sing a song and you become sad. So songs affect the emotional place you're at. I kind of have an affinity for songs since I am a musician. But the Lord's reminding us today that whatever situation you happen to be in, He's singing a song over you. He understands you. God understands you. I'm going to write a book. It's called How to Live the Stress-Free Life. It's going to have two pages in it. It's going to have three pages in it. The table contents, then the blank page that, you know, has that little word that says, you know, this page is intentionally blank. And then the next page says, you can't. Even Jesus had to deal with the stress of life. If he didn't, he wouldn't have been praying and asking God to take that cup away from him when he was going to the cross. But he endured. How did he endure? Because God was with him. God is with you today. Whatever stress you're facing, you might be at an 85%. You might be at a 25%. You might be full on 110%. My prayer is that you will recognize that God is not smaller than your problem, that God is not the author of your problem, but God always is where you can find the solution to that problem. Always, without fail, you're going to have to trust me on this one. Where are you today? Where's your stress? I, I just drove past a field of horses and I'm thinking to myself you know what they probably don't feel stress but you know they do if they can't get the right food at the right time if they can't get comfortable from the heat or whatever there are certain things that are making life uncomfortable for them but in a sense these animals that might not know they have any kind of stress situation They actually do, they just don't know that they do. Does that make any sense? Today was good for you, I think. Because maybe, like me, you thought life could be stress-free. If I just do this, or if I just think this way, or if I just avoid this person, or whatever. Not true. While I'm thinking here, there are certain people you should avoid. You You will bring your 85 way down to 25 right now. You know what you got to do. And no, I'm not talking about your spouse. If you're in that boat, you need to speak to a counselor. I think I am going to embrace what I can't eliminate. What do you mean? Embrace stress? Well, kind of. If I can't get rid of it, it's always going to be around at one level or another. If I'm not going to be able to eliminate it, then what I can do is I can eliminate the effects of it. Medically speaking, they'll tell you that stress can have physiological changes in your body and cause you to have problems, whether it be just purely physical or mental. 
There's a lot of things that can take place. So I'm not going to embrace the negative effects of stress. That's not what I'm saying at all. Or and I'm not going to lean on it and use it as an excuse. I'm not going to say, well, that's just the way it is and go through life on the defense. No, I'm going to realize it's there and then take charge. Take charge of my emotions. Yes, there's going to be issues. So how am I going to deal with the issues? It always comes down to this. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to myself like I've spoken to my kids for so many years. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. It's how you deal with the situation, not the avoidance of the situation. My kids are beginning to get into work. Uh, this first year that they've really had jobs, and Seth is on the way toward getting a job. Hope's already in a job. It's the best. I wanted my kids to have this exposure to people in authority that were not me. That's a new level of stress for them. Yeah, they had to deal with mom and dad, and as they go through teenage years, they think they know it all, and mom and dad's words carry only so much weight. But when they're in a situation where they're working and they've got to meet the demands of others, that's a new world. They need to get used to that, and that puts stress on their life. And I hopefully have put into them knowledge that says, look, you guys, you're going to have stress in life. It's how you deal with it. You know, you can't avoid the stress of that job unless you quit that job. And there are many who that's how they do it. As soon as the thing gets stressful, I'm out of here. You're not going to be able to avoid conflict in, in this way. So better embrace it. And when I say embrace it, I mean embrace the solution. Embrace Christ in your life that helps you deal with these conflicts in life. He's the one that shows us that it can be done. So today, Lord, we're asking that you would provide a new vantage point to our life so we can see things the way that you do, that these high stressors in life don't embody this power over us that we've thought, but instead they must bow to the authority of Christ. And with you in our life, Lord, these things can be managed, conquered, and we learn a thing or two and we move on and we face the next one, but we're able to do it with your help. Lord, help us to see this incredible connection we have with you and God the Father and how you really want us to succeed. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today. I pray that every time I get overwhelmed in a situation, I'll remember this and I'll say, you know, I was going to embrace this and I was going to trust in the Lord all the more so that I could get through it. Lord, help us to lean on you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for hanging out with me today. This has been good. I look forward to the next one. Remember, I am writing a book and I'm needing to get it done so pray for me that i get it done i'd love to put it into your hands so with that stay in the word of god live in peace pray for those who persecute you and god is a well aware of your situation he knows the stress you're going through but he also has a solution for everything in your life lean into him he will lean into you and together there ain't nothing that's impossible. And I will see you on the flip.